When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here now is Lisa Bell and Candace Campos with Florida Foodie. Sponsored by Light Orlando, delivering hope together. Hello and welcome back to Florida Foodie. I'm your host, Lisa Bell, and today we are on location in Orlando. Oh my gosh, we have our cup of coffee for a reason. I'm Candace Campos, and we are talking with people behind a coffee brand here in Central Florida who are still 40 years later, mm roasting coffee beans right here in the heart of Orlando. I tell you what, when you walk into this place, you just want to melt. Yes. Yes. (laughs) We are joined today by the Director of Marketing for Barney's Coffee, Shannon Wolfgang. Hi. Hi, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us today. This is fantastic. We cannot wait to see your whole process here in Orlando from roasting to flavoring. And you got started, the company got started some 40 years ago, right? Right. So how did it all begin? We have a baby story. Yes. (laughs) We actually just celebrated 43 years. Our flagship cafe is in Winter Park, Florida on Park Avenue. Um, We only actually have that one location till this date. Uh, That's where we started. We actually uh, opened a bunch of locations in the mall. A lot of people are like, where did Barney's go? We remember you from the mall. Well, yeah, that's where we started and that's where we came huge. Uh, We uh, had flavored coffee at Santa's White Christmas. That was our number one flavor and it became like a national phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. So at that point we were doing great, but then our um, investors and our business uh, managers decided to change plans And then at that point, we uh, closed down our mall locations and we decided to um, keep our flagship location at the cafe. And then we kind of just did our online store for Barney'sCoffee.com. So many people have memories of Barney's. If they grew up Mm -hmm. in Central Florida, they remember Barney's. And as you mentioned, people are like, hey, where'd you go? You can still get Barney's. Oh, yes, that's Uh, exactly the point. And so what we were trying to do is like make sure that everyone could get a good cup of coffee. I mean, we wanted to make sure, you know, what we do best is roast coffee and and provide that to everyone. So our point was to uh, do the online store. So now we're on Amazon. We're also located in Publix, Winn-Dixie, Ingalls, like up in north. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of locations that you can find our coffee. And that's what we wanted to do. And I really feel like, especially the Santa's White Christmas, that's part of the holidays, you know, whether it was shopping at the mall, but you guys have evolved. Which you can get year round, by the way, I discovered. Yes. Yes, So it started as like a limited time only flavor. That's kind of what we start with any of our flavors. Um, We started that one as a holiday flavor, but then it turned out to be so popular that we're like, okay, maybe we'll sell it in Christmas Mm -hmm. in July and try it then. It actually worked really well in July too. So we decided let's just do this year round. And then it just became where they wanted it all the time. So that's what we're doing with our other flavors. You'll see some other ones come down the line just for specific only for like sweetheart blend for the Valentine's, but then you'll notice that'll be a year round. How many flavors do you guys have? 
Oh gosh, we have over, <laughs> I know in the longest time that we've had, you know, 43 years, we've had over 43 flavors. Wow. I can tell you that. But current flavor count, um, I believe is up to 15. And you're always long. changing it up. You're also starting new partnerships with a lot of oh, people. Yes. Yeah. So locally we have started a lot of partnerships, not only, mainly for our flavor. Mm -hmm. So we've already um, had our Publix uh, flavored um, ice cream. So we have yeah, like Barney's nice. coffee ice cream in Publix but we also have a limited time only same as right Christmas ice cream so you can get that in the holidays but there's also some other ice creams there's five at Publix that we have with Barney's but then there's 1010 Brewery who's doing a beer with us collaboration oh, we also have fun. yes yeah. we have Seven Bites who's done a brownie with us and also a cookie with us with the flavoring so we have a lot of local collaborations that we've been working with and University of Central Florida <gasps> yes yeah. oh yes so that is actually considered a licensed cafe for Barney's Coffee and that's where the business plan went so we closed down all of the mall cafes and now we're opening businesses or collaborating with businesses through schools. And the reason we did that was so that we could also do a give back donation to the school. So University of Central Florida in particular is actually we created three different blends with them. Um, uh, flavored coffee, like a Pegasus blend. Mm -hmm. And if you purchase that coffee, not only at the UCF cafe that they have, the bookstore, but um, purchase it online for Barney's Coffee, a dollar of that bag actually goes back to their food insecurity program. So each time you're purchasing the bag, you actually feel good about drinking that coffee and you're given... I love that. I'll, I'll yeah. focus How did that come about? Because that's so cool that you guys are doing right. that. Right. And that started, I want to say, I want. Uh, I don't know the original school, but I know we have Stetson's, Rollins, mm -hmm. we have Orlando Science Center, and all of those have a, a coffee that maybe is a give back mm -hmm. sort of thing. I mean, you guys have also are so focused here in Central Florida. Yes. I mean, and then when we went back there just to kind of do the tour, you don't realize still how this is still kind of a feels like a mom and pop shop, even though you guys have become such a household name nationwide. For sure. So yeah. we used to roast our own coffee actually at the cafe in Winter Park. So that's mm -hmm. still our flagship cafe. And that's where we roasted everything. But as we became so big, we had to have a, a facility or a production center to produce the coffee and roast to here. But you still do so, so, that's so much by hand. Yeah. Yes. 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 That was so mind blowing when we first walked in here and you said, would you like a cup of coffee? And look mm -hmm. at all these people who are hand packaging everything. the coffee. Yes. yes. And when you look at the number of employees in Barney's itself and how big we are as a a coffee brand, mm -hmm. it's kind of fascinating. I would agree because there's only 13 employees in here doing everything by hand. So where did the name Barney's come from? Oh, that's an excellent question. Thank you. <laughs> so um, one of our originators is actually named Phil Barney Jones. So Barney's actually is his name, his okay. middle name. Um, so he was one of our originators and that's where that name came from. And he created flavored coffee. Oh, yeah. He was, if you look at our actual story, he was an inventor himself. Like he just wanted to tinker with different things. And he was like, you know what? No one's doing flavored coffee. Just like at the time we were doing Santa's My Christmas and presenting that no one was doing a holiday coffee. We were like one of the first. Um, not to say this, but we were before Starbucks and before the, and so we, we are in, we like to uh, say that we're innovators and he was definitely someone that became, you know, came up with this idea of like, no one's doing this. Let's try this. And 
we're going to make sure we're good at it. And I personally like my coffee nice and sweet. And you, you brewed us this banana split. Banana split. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to add more sugar. And But before I did, I tried it and it was sweet. Yeah, was just you don't like, have to add anything. That's what I love yeah. about it. And yeah. especially right now, everybody's, you know, doing their resolutions and they're worried about their calories. Well, now you can have that banana split without your calories. There so you that's go. what I love about it too. So yeah, you can have all the flavor within the coffee and you don't have to worry about adding the sugar, adding the creamers or adding the whipped cream and yeah. all that foo-foo stuff because that's not really what we're about. I, I mean, and we're, are we going to get our hair nets on? We are, we are going to put on some hair nets and we're going to go check out the roasting process. We know you guys source beans from all over the world. So we're going to talk to the head roaster here at Barney's Coffee about the whole mm. process of roasting, where you get your beans and uh, how this becomes so delicious. Yes. We'll I be right it. back. Welcome back to Florida Foodie. We are now kind of in the brains of Barney's operations. That's right. It smells so good in here. Yeah. We are joined now by the head roaster of Barney's Coffee, <laughs> uh, Christian Jose Morrison. Thank you so much for inviting us in today. This is fascinating. We have so many questions. You roast all the beans yes. for Barney's Coffee. It starts out though in a bag right there, right? Yeah, so it starts out in uh, what we call jute bags, okay. burlap sack. Um, they come from all over the world. Mm -hmm. um, they come in between 60 kilos, 132 pounds to almost 154 pounds. How many of those bags do you guys go through in like a week? We'll probably go through between these two, probably at full capacity, four pallets in a week. That's wow. 10 bags each pallet. So probably between 20 and 40 bags, depending on capacity. That's a lot of coffee. A, and where, where do some of these coffee beans come from because i mean i know there's so many mm -hmm. so we source from all over the world mm -hmm. mainly i would say um central and south america but we do have some indonesian coffees we have in the past some african coffees which a lot of people like mm -hmm. but for right now like a lot of our focus is definitely in Central and South America. And what role do you have in deciding which coffee bean to purchase so and blend into your mix here? It is definitely a collaborative effort on yeah. the team. Yeah. Um, I, you know, work with our suppliers to try to figure out, okay, what's the best quality and what's economical in our favor mm -hmm. to use? Because we're going through so much coffee, we want to use the best quality of beans that we can buy and the freshest. So we'll go... I'm bringing up a, a lot of samples yeah. that our supplier gives us and we'll taste them all. Mm -hmm. We'll figure out, okay, what is the flavor profile for this specific blend or, or like, you know, if we're doing a single origin, we'll be like, well, we like this one a little bit better than this one. And we'll just go through that process with like, you know, 10, 20, 30 coffees until and, we and, figure it out. And every bean and from each origin, I'm assuming tastes different because depending on the soil yeah. and, and mm -hmm. the climate and all of that. It really depends. Even beans in the same origin can taste different from farm to farm, estate from different estates. Oh, so, so if it's close to a certain fruit or vegetable, it might. Yeah, yeah. if it's near like volcanic soil, if it's grown a little bit higher, if the temperature is a little bit lower, gotcha. you know, it really, really depends. So that's why it's so vital to taste the beans that you're buying. Like, you know, yeah. So as it grows on the coffee bush, yeah, uh, tree, it, yeah. it becomes a cherry, right? It's yes, fruit. It's a fruit. A so-called cherry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, wait, I'm sorry. Coffee is a fruit? <laughs> so so it comes why in a am cherry. I just learning about this now? <laughs> a lot of people only see it in the roasted form. Right. So not a lot of people think that 
but it comes in a cherry and there's two basically seeds inside of it, which is the coffee that we grind up and drink. Huh. So it goes from that into this, right? Yes. So, well, there's a, a long process, a oh. lot of hands touch it. Um, so basically before it even gets to this, this is green uh, coffee. It's, it's in its raw form. Before it even gets there, it's either machine picked, hand picked by, you know, people on the farms. And then it's brought into a processing facility where then depending on the process, you know, then it goes one or different ways. There's two different processes. There's a wash process and a natural process. And with a wash process, they take off all of the fruit, all the, all the skin and everything. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of ferment it. All coffee is kind of fermented. It's sat and then dried. Um, the difference between a wash and a natural is the natural will dry with the cherry on it. Mm. So uh -huh. you'll get some more distinct fruity notes to it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, kind of jammy, juicy notes. Um, and all that happens on the coffee farm. Yes, or a processing facility. Okay. And so does this have any like scent to it? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it kind of it kind of tastes like, or not taste, but like it smells. It's like a nut almost. Yeah, it almost tastes nutty. Mm. Um, like more, sometimes like bread when it's definitely roasting. Yeah. This does not smell like coffee. Yeah. <laughs> if you would have said this is a handful of what I would have probably said nuts, almost like grass or something, grass yeah, clipping. Kind of herbally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah herby. No. Okay. So you, it goes from those bags into here. Into here. And then what? And then, so it goes up into our hopper and then from the hopper it goes in, it roasts for about, you know, anywhere between 13 and 17 minutes. And mm -hmm. then. It cools uh, rapidly. We have this big fan back here that cools it rapidly. And then about five minutes later, it goes into our distoner and then in here. So and when you're when you're trying these beans, are you trying them in this form or in the final roasting when you're so and choosing? Complicated question. <laughs> um, so when we're deciding on a blend, mm -hmm. we start by getting samples from that. Uh, supplier. That okay. supplier gives us a specific sample. We'll try the individual and then we'll bring it together later. And then once we have it kind of a, a ballpark idea, we'll sample that. So do you try, do you actually eat this? No, 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 no one eat. You can't consume this. You can't, <laughs> no, don't, okay, you can't yeah. get, don't eat that. <laughs> um, so once we have a blend, that's when quality comes into check. You know, coffee is a seasonal Mm -hmm. um commodity i mean it come it you know it grows in different places have different seasons so we have to try to make sure we're getting the freshest crop fine tuning the, the right exactly. flavor makes sense exactly. and is every coffee that you guys produce a blend no so um a lot of the coffees that we produce mainly with our flavored coffee is a blend it's a, it's actually our barney's blend mm. so that's what most of our customers probably drink now we do have a line of coffee is called Prop X, you know, those are our single origin lines. They're a little bit higher in quality mm -hmm. and they're going to be more, you know, selected with a little bit more scrutiny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we want, we want to try to elevate, you know, the quality in those coffees, bring out what is best about that origin. And, you know, um, yeah. So let's go see what it looks yes. like after it's gone through this roasting process. How yeah. hot is this roaster in order to mm -hmm. get the product that you want? So it gets around, it can get up to around 470 yeah. degrees. See, this so, looks and it comes more like out. coffee now. <laughs> 
So this is coffee that just came mm -hmm. out probably about 10 minutes ago or less. Um, wow. And that the fan really cooled it off. Yes. Yeah. It's, a, it's, pull, it's basically this big impeller pulling air in to go through the, through the coffee and rapidly cool. Okay, and so then from here it goes. What is this? What is so this machine doing? This is called a distoner. Uh huh. Uh, it basically takes um, any foreign material that we get in the coffee. Now, the coffee that we get, you know, doesn't have a lot of it. We try to buy a, a, a grade of coffee that mm -hmm. um, doesn't have a lot of defects in the green. That's what we call a defect. How did you get into making coffee and roasting coffee? Um, that. I started around when I was 24. I okay. moved to Orlando. Mm -hmm. I was in school and, you know, I kind of needed, needed a job. Uh -huh. So mm -hmm. I, I worked for a couple of local places. And, you know, from there, I, I, I realized I didn't want to do the schooling I was doing. I wanted to be in coffee. Yeah. Who wouldn't? I know. <laughs> and I love how you're asking questions the entire time you're playing. I mean, yeah. Almost yeah. yeah. Right. All right. So can you fire this up for us real quick just to show us how it works? Yeah, and we'll take course, a step back oh and it's we'll see in action. Yeah. So. So what are you doing here? So it's actually already all set up. Okay. So I'm actually going to start. Um, it's going to get really loud in here. Okay. So, so I'm actually going to start this because I need to empty out this bin it's going to go up here and then if you actually see in this window over here there's actually coffee loaded in there okay, okay. so i'm going to start this we're so. used to loud we have small children yeah, yeah. we there can handle go. it this yeah. is easy and so that's just kind well, of that's pushing it down into that which is making sure that it doesn't have anything that it should yeah, have and, you, and usually by this time it doesn't you know i try to do my best to see if there's any Foreign materials in it, so I yeah. grab them and I toss them. So, um, what would so, you see, like a twig or a leaf or something? You know, or? sometimes part of a bag, like part okay. of the bag, like the, the burlap, or mm -hmm. you know, maybe a stick or anything. Yeah. Um, but that's that's, some, that's really common in a lot of coffees. And then when you go from the bean to the grinding, where does that take place? So that will take place in our flavoring room. Okay. Yeah, so that's the end of the pro basically the end of the process. So let me. Let me get this started here for you. And so through this computer, you're monitoring the temperature, you're monitoring what's coming in. Exactly. So I got I got sensors over here and I got another thing over here that's reading it and or writing it basically for, you know, to analyze the graph later if we need to. If we're tasting, if we're cupping, we can let's say, I didn't really like how this batch turned out. Why did it turn out this way? How does the temperature affect the flavor? It can affect it in a lot of different ways. It can, you know, if you get too hot, it can be too bitter. Mm -hmm. If it's not hot enough, it can be what we call baked, um, where it kind of tastes like paper. Oh. Um, you know, it's oh. or grassy. Um, there's a lot of different uh, variations of things that can go wrong while you're roasting. It is a science. Yeah, it's a yeah. little bit of a science. <laughs> yeah. Let me get this started here. So what this computer is doing is it's running off a semi-automated profile that I have made. So it's reading all the instructions that I've given it, and it's doing it itself. Now, can I fine-tune it? During it, yes, yeah. Um, I'm always kind of looking at this at this chart and looking here to kind of 
see, okay, do I need to tweak anything? And then if I need to, you know, sensory is all part of it. I want to see it. Okay, is it turning brown the time I want it to? Is it smelling the way I want it to at this point? Um, if we get to the phases, there's actually three phases. I can go into those if you want me to. Um, well, I'm curious how you can smell, because you walk in here mm -hmm. and the whole Everything. place smells amazing. Yeah. So you're standing by the machine, but you can smell whether it's cooked like it should be, yeah, roasted so like it should be. That's all we have. Oh, we have a stick. We have a trier. Ah. So basically, during the certain times of the roasting process, I'll take out the trier and see, and I'll see the color and I'll smell it. When coffee is roasted, it smells kind of bready and sweet it um so you know what i like to smell is sometimes during specific coffees is like is it kind of like a sweeter bread is it kind of more like rye or more you know weedy like you know yeah. there's different variations but for of, the barney's blend you kind of have this this uh scent that you're looking for mm -hmm. and so you want it all to be consistent exactly can we can we smell that so i'm gonna wait i want to wait just a minute okay. because it's in the it's in the beginning processes. It's still what it's basically doing right now, it's absorbing the heat from the coffee or from the drum, because there's a big drum in here that's spinning. And the coffee's taking that energy. And then what's gonna happen is gonna take that energy and the gas, the fire that's under it, and keep taking that energy on. Um, and then about seven to eight minutes in it'll actually start turning brown. That's what we call, so we call the first phase, we call it drying. So the, the bean is basically drying itself out. We're taking all that moisture out of it. And then that second phase we call uh, browning. Or, so you'll, and you'll see that right there. You'll see it. Yeah. You'll see it start to happening. We call it browning. Like, you know how like you brown a steak. It's the same thing. You're trying to create sugars, um, natural sugars to kind of come out and make that coffee sweet. You wouldn't, a lot of people wouldn't think coffee is sweet, but it is a perceived sweetness to it. And we can see obviously it's moving into the next phase of this process. Yeah. So when we come back, we'll take a look at the brown coffee beans. Yeah. And then we'll go into the flavoring process. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Welcome back. We are now in kind of the flavoring zone here at Barney's. Oh my gosh, this has been so much fun. We are joined now by Adriana Henderson, mm -hmm. the director of operations at Barney's. We just watched 150 pounds of coffee beans being <laughs> roasted. Yeah. What a process. But then it wasn't done yet. This, all the beans come in here. And now they get flavored and turn into something so delicious. Like, like Stance's White Christmas. It's amazing. Exactly. I mean, yeah. over 10.4 million cups were drank last year. So this flavor alone is the largest within the profile. And so how does that happen? We saw the roasting process. How does it get flavored? Yeah. So from the roasting process, we will bring in that 150 pounds and then we will weigh it out by batch, 80 pounds at a time. And after 80 pounds have been measured out, it goes into the grinder. From there, it's transported into our mixer, where we're then dosing it very slowly as it's rotating with the flavoring. Now, Santa's White Christmas is one of the very few blends that not only gets flavoring, but it gets powdered sugar. So a little extra sweetness Ooh. in your cup. 
And in saying that, it takes about 10 minutes of blending to get that final coat. Mm -hmm. From there, it then goes into a bin where it's vacuumed up to the machinery and it is pre-measured out into every bag, then sealed. We were stunned when we came here. Obviously, Barney's has been in business for 43 years now. You've got your original mm -hmm. location on Park Avenue, but the fact that we saw people still hand packing the bags of coffee. Yes, so every whole bean product is hand produced. Um, that's the one thing that we have stuck with Santa's White Christmas and then our Crop X line to be exclusive because it is what we call a labor of love. Yeah. You know, you have to do the hand mixing. You have to measure out every single bag. And what we could normally produce in a day being over 2,300 bags gets reduced down to about 500 bags a day through the hand process. What's your favorite flavor? <laughs> I mean, so mine, you know. We've been talking off camera and yeah. you are a coffee connoisseur. I so love coffee. What would you say is your absolute favorite? So if I were to go with the flavored coffee side, mm. it's definitely gonna be the Sweetheart Blend. And yeah, I mean, I'm telling you right now, especially with Valentine's right around the corner, yeah. you have to try this. It has that beautiful, almost cherry amaretto Ooh, taste yum. and it's got the chocolatey notes and it's just, it's perfection in a cup. I mean, I, I think it's underrated in the lineup it was an lto that made it full time and it's just it's exquisite yeah and when you say lto limited time offer yeah okay so how many kind of full-time flavors do you have and how many seasonal flavors yep so right now we have a full-time flavor lineup of 15 different flavors okay. and then we have six limited time flavors that we will have introduced this year along with four vault flavors that are coming back oh. who did who picks the flavors and who creates the flavors, flavors. Yeah. yeah so that's an amazing process and it's a group effort you know as you saw we have a small team so everyone needs to be involved and so what we do is we source from four different flavor producers and we take about 20 cups of different flavors and then we reduce it down to that six final and it's based off of all of our likes mm -hmm. you know hey i think this one really complements what we're looking to achieve it has the flavor profile i think it's going to stand out and and be a big hit so we go through a whole cupping process and a process of elimination and rating well we have had so much fun today yes and where can we purchase bags like this oh my Many avenues. So number one, definitely barneyscoffee.com. But you can also find us in Publix. You can find us in Ingalls. You guys can find us in Winn-Dixie, Amazon, anywhere within those. And then, of course, check out our cafe because at the cafe, you can find our product all lined up. And that would be amazing. Do we have to go back to work now? I, I am so jittery. <laughs> it's not even funny. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much for inviting Florida yes. Foodie into Barney's Coffee. Thank you, ladies. And uh, cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Florida Foodie. We'd also like to thank our guests, Shannon Wolfgang, Christian Jose Morrison, and Adriana Henderson. You can find their business online at barneyscoffee.com. You can also find it on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Be sure to follow Lisa Bell online. Search Lisa Bell News on Facebook and Instagram. You can also find Candace Campos on social media. On Facebook, search Candace Campos News 6. And on Instagram, search Candace Campos WKMG. Also, a big thank you to our production team. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Please take the time to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you stream podcasts. And you can find videos of all of our podcasts on clickorlando.com and on YouTube. Just search for Florida Foodie.